Bowling, and welcome to a special edition of Dad House. We are recapping this year's annual Dad's Trip, which was a blast, as always. Nothing like taking 16 kids and schlepping them across the Midwest in five vehicles, seeing all the crazy roadside crap there is to see. Uh, this is the highlight of our year, for sure, and we cannot wait to chat about it on today's episode. All right, guys, to get started, uh, introduce yourselves and uh, let the listeners know what your favorite dad's trip stop was uh, over the over the years, not just uh, this last one. Uh, Shannon, uh, this original trip was your brainchild many years back. So yes, it was. And you had the most you have the most options. So I'll let you go first. So I'm Shannon Carpenter, author of The Ultimate Stay at Home Dad. And he's right. This was my brainchild because the rest of these yahoos told me no. They did not want to come to the first Yahoo. Or the, I'm a Yahoo. Damn it, the first trip. So, yeah, this is all me. This is, I started this, and I deserve you. But my my favorite stop out of all of them. Oh, man, that is. So there's been 11 dad's trips. There's something like 10 states. I don't even know anymore. And I think hand-feeding buffalo up in Nebraska was pretty fun. That was pretty good. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> because... Uh, they said don't touch the big buffalo who's all like puffy and we were in this covered wagon thing and we have like five two-year-olds that just want to hug the giant alpha two-ton male uh, and so it was stupid and scary at the same time but a great trip so i like that one that's my favorite did you steal larry's yeah yeah did i steal yeah, larry's yeah, good yeah. yeah that's okay <laughs> larry's been on those second most dad trips though what's your right. larry if shannon stole it do you have a second uh, you know, I, I'm going to have to think, so I'm going to have to go a little later. Okay, I'll go then. I'm going to say the vacuum cleaner museum, because it sounded so lame. <laughs> and the guy who gave us the tour was, like, so passionate and was so good about it. It was really quite cool. It was. I thought it, I thought it sucked. There it is. Uh, uh, that's right. I forgot, <laughs> forgot about our t-shirts, Jake, that we got there. Mm-hmm. So sad so note, vacuum cleaner. so hard, I bought a vacuum cleaner. I know. Museum <laughs> t-shirt. But it closed down. The museum closed down. That was so sad. That is. It was a so great museum. What, but what happened to all those vacuum cleaners? That's a good question. I don't know. I bet it all? closed because the guy who really worked it was some family member because it was at the, uh, oh, what was it? One of those. It was a factory. Left a, yeah, it was the, one of those few American-made vacuum cleaner. It was their factory. Was it was like next Uber? door. No, 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 it no, was someone else. Name. It was a name that I never heard simplicity. of. Simplicity. Wasn't it simplicity? Oh, that, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, 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 yeah. I suspect it's whatever family member who was passionate about doing it quit, and they're like, no one else wants to do it, so just close it down. They're probably all in that guy's house. Probably. But, you know, that's where we learned you used to have to screw the vacuum cleaners into the light sockets. Which is why vacuum cleaners have lights on them. I know. I, d- I never knew that was a thing. But yeah, that's my favorite random party fact nowadays. <laughs> We've been there. <laughs> All right, Nick, how about you? This was hard, but I finally had to settle down or, or settle on the Grotto of the Redemption up in West Bend, Iowa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was cool. Just this sh- awesome. tell them what it is, because that's yeah. a weird thing. Well, it's a it's a shrine and it was all handmade out of semi-precious stones over a hundred years ago when they, you know, they worked on this thing for 40 some years and this sheer size and level of detail, you, 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 words don't do it justice. You got to see. No, because you say shrine, but it's really not. It's how big is like a, it's like a city block. It's like a yeah. square yeah. city block. 
It's like a it huge, huge. But I mean, but it's a shrine. It's considered, from religious purposes, it's considered a shrine. That's why I'm saying shrine. That's what it is. Yeah, I, I thought of it as, as a Jesus castle. <laughs> That's what I thought of it as. It was, it was big. Like, it Jesus is big. Was fortified in there, man. <laughs> it's big, but just uh, just the beauty of that place is wow, for sure. All right, Larry, did you come up with one? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, Larry Braxterman, and I'm going to choose one that three of you have not been to because you're too lame to go on the second dad's trip. <laughs> That's Thank right. Thank you, Shannon. Big Brutus. Okay, I would like to tell you, you are assuming a lot of things. I have been to Brutus. Not just on the dad's trip. With you guys. Not on dad's trip. It's not the same. So not just Big Brutus, but on that same trip, we got to see Mater and yep. eat. Shannon and I and one other dad ate in this tiny hole-in-the-wall cheeseburger or hamburger place that we took. Literally, we talk about going into a restaurant and taking over it. Uh, now, as 16 kids and high schoolers and all that, now, we did that to that restaurant back then, and it was just the three of us and, yeah, what, three, six, nine kids? Eight kids. Eight kids. Me, you, and Charles, yeah. Yeah. yeah this was pre-Anna, wasn't it? No, Anna was just born, and he left her. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So that was her. She was old enough to take care of herself. I just left her home. She did because <laughs> Ollie, Ollie was about four or five months old, and it was his first dad yeah. trip on that one. And on that, uh, the the diner on the way, and then that was across the street from the haunted whorehouse. Yeah, that I didn't know was there. Remember that? <laughs> I had explained to Vivi what a bordello was. And Big Brutus, tell him what Big Brutus is. Big Brutus was a digging, the big digging machine. I don't, I don't even, I can't even. Steam shovel. It the steam shovel. The best. It's the world's. But... Yeah, it's the world's second largest movable steam shovel. It's about as big as a huge office building. It is yeah. ginormous. It's ginormous is right. Yeah. And to give everyone an idea, you could probably fit two minivans end to end in its shovel. It is huge. Oh yeah. Yeah. We have a we have a picture of uh I don't know if it's the kids or the kids and some of the dads or whatever, but in the shovel. I we'll have to put on the show notes. Yeah. That's a, that was one of my favorite trips too, Larry. Yeah. That trip is the trip that, that Luke did all the pushing of Ollie in the straw. Oh. You know, it was, and here's the truth. I'm going to give Luke some massive credit here. So Ollie was only about four or five months old and Luke, Larry's son was so into him and gave me an extra set of hands and made my life so easy. He fed Ollie. He pushed Ollie in the stroller. If I would have put a baby born on Luke, he would have carried him around. (laughs) The kid was great, man. He was awesome. He was all about it. I think that's my favorite part now, damn it. (laughs) <laughs> all right you can have the buffaloes i'll take big brutus i just looked up big brutus yeah technically it is the largest movable electric steam shovel oh there and we it go it was a like elect- it had a steam thing that ran electric motors 90 yep. cubic yeah. yard bucket wow 150 short tons or 140 now the bigger ones in it though is the captain which i need to figure out where it is because we need to go see this because it is triple the size of brutus I think it's in the northeast somewhere. Oh, the captain was dismantled in 92. We can't go see him. Oh, uh, that was also the uh, same trip where apparently uh, Lydia. Yes. Yeah. Was, like strangled uh, Christina. <laughs> Strangle's a hard word. But she did pass out. Okay, she did, oh, okay. She did the sleeper hold. She accidentally did the sleeper hold on Christina. Yeah. What? Larry, what little town were we in? I can't remember. Uh, 
I don't remember. I remember it had a drugstore though. <laughs> <laughs> because there were some cuts and yeah. happening. We were at some stop seeing some statue and we were doing something and one of the older kids was giving piggyback rides to the younger kids. And so Lydia got on there but gripped her neck too tight and she passed out. And they choked her out right there and they both fell down. And it was like the first hour of the trip. And I was like, oh, that's a disaster. (laughs) (laughs) But everyone was okay. Although Lydia had like a double busted nose, didn't she? No, she just had a a cut lip and uh, some scrapes and cuts, some bleeding on her knee or something. Okay. Enough to go to the drugstore and get some Band-Aids and stuff that more than I had with me. So Yeah. All right. Well, moving on here. Uh, so my favorite stop, I'm Mike, and my favorite stop was this year at the Corvette Museum. And we'll get to it, but yeah. I thought that was one of the coolest things because I'm a big car guy, big racing nerd, that kind of stuff. And seeing all those Corvettes and plus with the the fact that they had the sinkhole a few years ago and had that whole section just about the sinkhole and seeing the Corvettes that disappeared into the sinkhole. That was very cool. I thought that was awesome, and I could have spent another hour there. Yeah. The kids wanted to move on. They wanted to get to the hotel. Yep. As usual. All right, cool. So we've done our introductions, and, uh, of course, as you can tell, we love talking about these trips, man. There are just so many memories of so much fun. A little bit of housekeeping as usual. We are five at-home dads who have 16 kids, uh, ranging from 7 to 16 years old. Uh, We've been hanging out together for the last 13 years or so here in the Kansas City area. So what we would love for you to do is please subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It is such a huge help for us to get our visibility, get us out there in front of everyone and see us uh, so they can see us and find us. If somebody's looking for a funny dad podcast, you know, this might be, and one that's full of advice too for the most part. For the most part. You can help us out by leaving us a review, give us a rating, subscribing, all that stuff. We would sincerely appreciate it. If you'd like to contact us, we are at the dads at dadhousepod.com. T-H-E-D-A-D-S at dadhousepod.com. Uh, find us on the socials. Mick's been heading that up and doing a fantastic job. We've posted all sorts of social media uh, over, this, over the dad's trip, and uh, we had a lot of fun with that. That's at dadhousepod. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you can find us all there. Uh, having a having a damn good time, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that is the perfect lead-in to a little funny story that, that I've got to share about the, the, the social media stuff. All right? So I'm doing my best, okay? I'm not a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> all right? You know, I don't do Tic Tac at all. I don't do... Um, <laughs> TikTok. See, my son is yelling in the other room, correcting me. He's, he's, he's like, TikTok, dad. Yeah. Of course, then the other day, I called, and it, when I was making a comment to the guys about it, I accidentally typed TikTok, and uh, Shannon decided Whoops. we need to, you know, call it that from now on. I don't, never did Instagram, everything like that, but I'm trying my damnedest to try to put stuff on, cross reference Shannon's book promo tour, and I still don't understand the Instagram app. I, I, I just, I don't. So we're well, whatever of, you don't get on Snapchat. Yeah. No, I don't understand the chat snap either. It's just I don't get it. Just leave it alone, <laughs> man. You're so old. I am. I am. When you hit fifty, it's downhill from there. But um, so we're outside. You know, we pulled over to one of our stops. You know, our every two hour bathroom breaks, and I'm trying to like, okay, I 
got a couple minutes here. I can try to get something on. And I happen to be standing by Ellen Vitti, Vivi, and they are my little reference points. And I, I bring up the Instagram and I notice that somebody commented on um, one of our posts. And I'm like, going on there and i'm trying to respond to their comment and it happened to be the dad time out show pod and i was like oh this is so cool these guys commented i want to get back to them and and they're like okay you push this you push here and so i'm doing that and i was like what happens if you push this and and vivian ella starts screaming they're like you just called them don't call them don't hit that button i'm like well now what do i do now what do i do and they're like they grab my phone from me and they're pushing, you know, all this other stuff. And so, you know, that a couple minutes later, I get a little, you know, note back from the uh, dad timeout show guy. He's like, yeah, did you just try to call me? Or first, I don't know. No, I mean, I'm sorry. No, I sent him right. Grab my phone back. He's like, don't pay. Hey, sorry for that. Did not mean to do that. I, I, I'm doing my best with this social media stuff. And he's like, oh, that's okay. That's okay. It looks like you guys are having a hell of a time. So, you know, all's good down the road. So today I'm getting my little podcast, going through my little podcast feeds and everything, trying to find something I can listen to when I go jogging. And all of a sudden it pops up on all my you know feeds. It's like I bring up the Instagram thing to see who's got something going on. And it's like you were mentioned by another account. I click on that and it says dad timeout show makes a comment of okay giving some shout outs in our latest episode to blank 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 dad house and i'm like oh they're oh, all right wow we did something i like we're getting a shout out all right so i bring up their pod and i go through it and their host is relaying he's like yeah we got a phone call from the dad house guys when they were on their trip we thought it was pretty cool we're getting a dad to you know doing a little dad to dad conversation but i want to give a shout out to at dad house podcast at dad house podcast uh they're great guys great podcast uh shannon who's on the podcast is a friend of the show's and they actually, I didn't know you could do this either, but they pocket dialed us on Instagram. What? Somehow, the, my phone was ringing today, and it said, at Dad House Podcast. I didn't Whoa, pick it up because I was, I, I was kind of weirded out. But it, <laughs> then he pinged me and said, I'm sorry, I pocket dialed you. So I know, wow, wow. ah, podcast, a podcast, whatever. You know, we should have we should have done a live thing with them. That house, the that timeout show was great. You guys listen to it; it's wonderful. And let's yeah. be honest, man, Mick, it was only you that could figure out how to call someone through Instagram <laughs> by like pen picking buttons. Like, <laughs> like I couldn't even do that if I wanted to, I, man. Yeah, yeah. At least you called cool guys and not like I, a hooker. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah yeah I, and I can't i couldn't do it again probably if i <laughs> tried but the, the other funny thing is is see they think it's you they think you're the one that has all these social media challenges and not me no i don't do it i, I know what i'm doing was i mean then I, I do call my daughter and her friends and mike's daughter over to help me when i need it you're just yeah. over there like a monkey typing shakespeare just pretty bark, much bark, bark, bark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyway dad time out thank you for uh yep. indul indulging us in our social media um snafus snafus yeah, everyone go listen to their show it's a good show man it is i love it I yeah rusty come on up here oh russ you know i haven't had much of a chance to talk to you man to man russ 
Well, I've only been a man a few days. Yeah. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Life I love is making music with my friends. I can't wait to get Okay, let's start chatting the dad strip. So one thing we should probably do, though, is start off with a very brief history of this trip and where it came from. So, yeah, we'll, we'll be very quick here. So 11 years ago, I guess, 12 years ago, however long many years ago, um, we then all stayed home dads for a couple of years at that point. And my daughter, my oldest, was about to start kindergarten. And Larry's had just started kindergarten. And I, I started freaking out. I'll be honest, I did. And I thought, have I done enough? Have I done everything I could? And then I thought, well, what do I want to do? I can do anything. And that word, anything, when you say it like that and really think about it, it seems so huge. And I realized I didn't have to be constrained to the way we've always been done with, you know, story times and sing-alongs and all that. And so that's where the dad's trip was born. And some lady asked me, she asked me, what do you do all day? And I said, oh, we play around and go see the world's biggest ball of twine. And she goes, oh, in Cocker City. And I was like, wait, what? And so it turns out the world's biggest ball of twine is three hours from our house. And I had no idea that was a thing. I became fixated with it. I really did. And so one day I just got in the van, grabbed a buddy, Charles, hit the road. And that was the birth of the dad strip. And it's grown every year since then, kind of like as far as we go. The most we've ever had is, what, 35 people total? Kids and dads, I think. Going up to Iowa Field of Dreams, somewhere around mm. there, it was a lot. That was the biggest one, yeah. Yeah, and now, yeah. over the last several years, it's just us five poor dads and our 16 kids, which is still 21 people. It's not small. Yeah. But the trip itself has allowed us to make those memories that I so desperately want and we all need. The kids have their own memories and their own stories, which is fantastic. And us five dads get time to truly bond and spend together. So that is the history of the dad's trip. Yeah, I had a lot of time to truly be by myself this time because I drove by myself <laughs> the entire trip. No one wanted to drive with Mick. Except for one hour when I made Luke do driving tra- training on I-70. I did that a couple of years ago. You're fine. I did too. I get home and, you know, I mean, every night talking to my wife, she's like, did anybody ride with you today? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And she's like, next year, you guys got to take fewer cars. Well, I'm like, yes. I even begged Luke Rockstroman to ride with me. And he would rather <laughs> ride in the car with the Littles and his dad. Explain him. the car setup this year because it does change every year. I mean, I would have bought beer for him at least, you know? I mean, I, <laughs> no, I wouldn't have, Jane. You didn't hear me say that. <laughs> yeah, he would have. <laughs> so we had Mike's car is officially designated the fun car. Mike, they just call it the fun car. We tagged it the swag van. Is that what we just the swag van? And why is yours the swag van? Uh, that's just Ella's term right now. <laughs> so that's why it was the swag van. Well, they do all the sing-alongs and all the, the, the Olivia Rodrigo. Jake, who did you have? I had the Littles. And we had sing-alongs, too. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> what did you sing? I don't know. I, I learned Moana. that my daughter liked like, Moana, didn't you? No, I think we only did Moana once. We did um, uh, Captain, Captain Underpants. Underpants, I think, oh. it was three times. <laughs> we watched the movies, but also I learned that my daughter really likes EDM music. Um, <laughs> wow. So, yeah, that was what I learned. I had the, what we called, we ended up calling the D&D car. 
So Nerd I had the D. <laughs> it was a little bit, <laughs> but we are all into D and D and facts and science, and that's what we talked about. And one of my kids told Jake's kids what a virgin was. That came up, <laughs> and so they handled that for you. <laughs> Don't need the sex talk there. And then, so that was my car. And Larry, what was your car? Because our kids called it something else. Well, my car was me and Luke. My so Luke, because he wanted to ride with me versus someone else. <laughs> well, that's because his brother, his older brother kicked him out yeah. of the swag van. But yeah. his older brother couldn't get in the swag van at first because he was what? He was in trouble, right? Yeah, he, he had a he had a little conversation he had to have. <laughs> so the, <laughs> the D&D car, they called Larry's car the in trouble car that's what larry's car was <laughs> so if you were misbehaved you had to go ride with larry that's what my kids were saying uh, no that is so not true that's what they said. I ride with larry i'll next time i'll have ella drive the van and then i'll ride with larry <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a really safe idea right yeah, it does does <laughs> I tell you, because we got to the point where we had our little conversation with adam and and we got to that rest stop and he was like can i drive i'm like i don't care go ahead so he was driving and then we come into st louis right and we were coming through downtown st louis i'm like uh not sure this is a good idea (laughs) (laughs) but we're here now so everyone knows too this year for the dad's trip we decided to go to kentucky because we had never been there before but it's a little bit of a drive from us it was a six hour drive that first day so who wants to tell about the first stop let's get into it right but this is kind of your, this one is kind of your stop. It was, this was my stop. So every year when one of us plans a dad's trip, and I think Mike, you're the only one that hasn't planned one yet, right? Correct. Okay. So yes. you got to get one in, but I planned yeah. this year's trip to Kentucky. And our first stop was a Dungeons and Dragons playground. Now this playground was built by a father for a, as a memorial for his son who died. And I, I hoped it would be great and the kids would love it because my, my car obviously loves D&D. And so we pull up and Eli, Jake's son, is in the back there. And we see this this pretty huge wooden castle for the playground. And Eli says, you know, given the dad's trip, I wasn't expecting much, but this is great. And I was like, all right, I'll take it. So that was the first <laughs> stop was a D&D playground that was completely amazing. I mean, what did you guys think of that? That was, I was blown away. I was. Yeah, it was very well done. How, how how much land was that, Mick? I don't know land. I would say like two football fields is what I do. Oh, I'd say the whole thing was about five acres. Yeah, of just castles and a giant dragon. And we'll put this up on well, not stuff. just one giant dragon. There was lots of yeah dragon. But the big the, the the nicest thing that I found out about it or that I thought about it, was two things that were that were awesome. Um, the I don't know what material the well, I'll just say plaster, but like the plaster type dragons, if you'll see, you know, or he had have been maintained over the years. So they still oh, yeah. look good. You know, you go to a lot of these parks and you see a lot of these sculptures that are made out of like plaster type materials and they just get, they just get, you know, worn down, but you, but these were still in great shape and the, and the detail on them was, was really, really good. And then the artistic stuff, like that big copper dragon that he had suspended up in the air, that was some detail work. I mean, that thing looked like it was done with a plasma cutter. I mean, it was, it was, and for everybody, this is right outside Carbondale, Illinois. That was our first stop. It makes right. There was a lot of love continually to be given to this park. 
and it was really cool. That like the castle had secret passages and stuff. You know, I've got two two D and D kids, and then one of the littles. And uh, obviously, my D and D kids thought it was the the best stop on the entire trip. Yeah. Uh, but even my little just thought it was an awesome park. It was cool. The wooden castle itself was really intricate. It was way more intricate than I thought it was going to be until it got in there. And it was like, holy cow, there are sorts of all sorts of like little secret stairways and passageways and all that kind of stuff. And I thought and they had one little kind of tower, so to speak, that had swords, like actual real swords that were way up high. I never found that room. And Amy gave me so much flack for it. Because all oh, of really? you apparently posted pictures, and Amy was looking at my stuff, and she's like, did you not see? I never found that room, apparently. Yeah, I got a great picture of Rory standing under it with her arms stretched up in the air going like, you know, like, oh, singing the, you know, singing the praises. <laughs> it was pretty wild. So after that, we moved on to, uh, we did what the kids usually ask for is, when are we going to get to the hotel? <laughs> and so... Hit the hotel for that night there in, uh, where are we at? Marion. Marion, yeah. And as usual as the history of this trip is that we will tackle the pool for the evening and basically end up kicking anybody that's in there out with 16 kids that just go freaking crazy in it. And the kids decide they set up a uh, water polo because oh, of the were going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so they was, tried um... to break a window. But, yeah, I got close to breaking a window, I think. They took two of the chaise lounges from the from the sides of the pool, put them on their side, and those were the, the nets, so to speak. So we got a, a 16 to 11, you know, aim range. They were winging this little, oh, man. whatever their, their ball thing they found yeah. to use. And I don't know how one of them did get whacked on the side of the head, to be quite honest. I, Sam got it in the face. He said it hurt, but he moved on. Okay. And I want to point out, and this is yeah. going to come up later, that the hotel we stayed at at that night was nice. Let's just leave it at that. It was a nice hotel. It was affordable and nice. Yeah, moving on. Moving on. You're <laughs> right. Absolutely. We, the, the pool. Can we leave that there? Yeah, we'll hit this later. <laughs> you know, so yeah. So then we jumped in the next morning, you know, stocked up on the uh, the uh, little continental, the COVID continental breakfast, which basically means uh, everything's in a wrap. Hey, but it was fine. You know, you grab a handful and you, you can get on yeah, down you get the a road. It was, it was fine. Where did we stop after it that? It was fine. Where did we go right after that? McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> no, that was, that was the next day. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, we meandered. Um, we meandered. We wanted it. Well, the route was set for the interstate and mix of this goes this way. So let's go. This let's is, go drive know, through, through the, the countryside. Let's drive through the countryside. Oh, yeah. Mix and what did we, on the boondocks. And bit. what did we find? The, the biggest grocery sacker statue. We did. What store was that in front of? Because it was like a two-story tall Big John's Grocery. Big John's Groceries has a... And Big John was out front. It was. He has like, it's like a two-story statue with groceries. Yes. And the kids yeah. loved it. It was one of those giant, like, uh, Paul Bunyan statues you see all over the place. <laughs> what do we all say? Is it good enough for a picture? No. Keep driving. <laughs> what? A hundred yards past, someone says, uh, someone's got to go to the bathroom. Okay, it's picture time now. <laughs> yeah, no, we have to turn around. And then that turned into a 20-minute stop because we can't stop at a gas station to go to the bathroom without... No. Yeah, yeah, it, takes, yeah. it takes the kids a long time to cycle through. Don't get that's me wrong. You, that's why you have to do a truck right. stop with their, like, 37 bathrooms. That's our first piece of advice, then, for the dancer. If you're traveling with a lot of kids, find a truck stop bathroom because they have a lot of bathrooms. Good. 
But it's hard to find a truck stop bathroom when you're trying to drive through the countryside. Yeah. Oh, that's true. When you're off on the side. Okay, now that's the perfect segue that if you don't have a truck stop bathroom, where did we stop for lunch when we moved on down the road? And where did we go to the bathroom? Oh, you know what? This was Whose idea was this? This is a good one. Larry's. Larry's? What was your idea? Where did we go to the bathroom? Or was it Jake's? It was either Jake's or Larry's. I don't remember. This is our Home Depot that's bathroom stop? Yes. yes. Home oh, Depot yeah. bathroom stop. So highly that, recommend. We did that because we, we were going to get lunch at Chick-fil-A, and I called, and their dining room was closed, so we couldn't go in for all the kids to pee while we stopped. And as we were turning in, there was a Home Depot behind it, so I was just like, go up to Home Depot. They got a giant bathroom. And it's nice, yeah. and it's clean, and there's I would highly recommend Home Depot bathrooms. Uh, going back real quick to that statue, though, we were really impressed with that statue until we passed another one about 10 miles from there, right? <laughs> it's the nature of the dad's trip. <laughs> but it wasn't as big, though. The one that we took the picture with was the biggest. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. By at least a foot. Foot high, probably. <laughs> so from there, we went and got into Louisville. And this is something we have not done in a dad's trip. We haven't done many cities, like big cities. This is one of the first big cities. And so in Louisville. Most of the thing was St. Louis. Yeah, besides St. Louis, but we, yeah. yeah. Um, but after 11 of these, we usually end up in a small town like Marion, Illinois, or things like that. But in Louisville, one of our first stops there was the Muhammad Ali, his uh, boyhood home. And that was, that was really cool. We didn't get a tour, but I loved being there. Yeah. Growing up with me and my father and my brother, that was a, a, a big thing for us, was to watching his fights and talking about him. So it was a big deal to me. And I think that's what's important sometimes about the dad's trip is that there's, and, you know, there's lots of cool things for the kids to see, but there's also stuff for us. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it's stuff that means stuff to us. You're absolutely right. And that goes back to when we were rocking play groups, we made no bones about it when we were describing our group to other people. We're going to do what we want to do. The kids don't care. No. What was we used to say, Shannon? They love Civil War battlefields because it's a field to it's run a giant and pick field. flowers. I know. They don't care. No. So yes, it's it's perfectly acceptable that we yeah. go, that you go to Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali's uh, house because he was a you know a cultural, uh, icon. cultural icon that yeah. was important to you. And you know, yeah. after that, we went to the graveyard to see his grave too, and the kids were totally respectful. And because we've done a lot of graveyards, enough that the kids joke about it with us. Um, but we went there, and who else did we see at the graveyard, though? Well, we didn't see him, but we saw <laughs> we, we, we don't think we saw him. He had a bust. We kind of saw him. And they, they had, he had a bust. <laughs> Colonel Fair Sears, enough. that's right. Shannon, I want to I want to piggyback off of something. You said our kids have been to a lot of graveyards, and you're right. Yeah. I mean, we, we've been to a lot of graveyards. But was this not the most ornate graveyard or greater cemetery because we've been to graveyards, yeah. And we've been to cemeteries, but was this not the most ornate cemetery you have ever seen in your life? I'm going to say yes. It comes. There's a graveyard here in Kansas City, the old Oak Hill one, that's really, really good. But this one, I think, was more ornate. Like the monuments were very, very well done, especially considering how big this place was. Yeah, yeah it, it was. was huge. And we only saw like, and we only saw about half of it. Honestly, oh, we didn't even see half of it, Mike. I don't think. Uh, we drove through a lot of it wandering around. <laughs> Couldn't figure out where we're going. I appreciate them painting the lines on the uh, on the route or out on all these streets to make sure you find the right way to get to yeah. Colonel Sanders' graves and. But when Muhammad we went out for dinner graves. later that night, we were still driving alongside of the graveyard oh, yeah. to go to the cheeseburger place. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. how huge that place was. 
So after the graveyard, and this is the first time we checked into the hotel early. We've never done that before because the plan for day two was to check into the hotel and walk in downtown Louisville because there were some awesome things to see there. So I don't even know how to describe. Like the big draw was the world's largest baseball bat, right? That was cool. (laughs) Well, you thought that's what the biggest draw was. (laughs) We'll get there. Okay. Yeah. But the, Louisville, it, the, the world's largest baseball bat is in front of the Louisville Slugger yes. Museum. But before we stopped there, we saw like a five-story tall bottle of whiskey pouring into that giant glass. That was cool. There was the uh, the Slugger Hall of Fame, Walk of Fame, with all the baseball bats and bronze mm-hmm. and like the famous baseball players like I took a picture of Cal Ripken because I in college I missed that one. It was cool because in college I saw him break the record as Iron Man, right? And that was cool. And my my the, my favorite ones were Carlton Fisk. I got Carlton Fisk and I got Roberto Clemente. Yes, those were the two that those were the two that I latched on to for lack of a better way to phrase it. So who who wants to tell about the statue of David? Because that's that's the one that made the impression of, <laughs> on the kids, especially the little ones, Larry. Nope. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Statue? David? It's, it's a giant statue, yeah. yeah. All Shannon really cares about is that it was a giant penis, essentially. I on did the, not say that. Open. I said, let's go see some art that has been... Let's go see a penis. <laughs> so it's a giant statue of David. That's about... That's anatomically correct. Let's just leave it at well, that. Mm. As Adam said, it is. Larry's son, he said, that's a giant wing. <laughs> <laughs> so people know though that this giant statue is like gold leafed i don't know why you would do that but it was art it definitely stands out <laughs> shannon eli asked me why you took him to see a giant gold <laughs> well i did it's funny. Yeah, just, Eli was on to you. He's like, why'd Shannon bring us to see a giant gold penis? And then he goes, oh, Shannon. I, yeah. And then it clicked for the that rest of his life. smarter beyond his That's years. why he was in my car. That's why he was in the DB car. But I wanted to see the statue because it's just there on, like, downtown Louisville. I can appreciate the art, even if it's trashed up. Shut up. Yeah, it's, it's trailer parked up. That's what I'm going to call that. Oh, uh, we went on, did the happy birthday parking lot or happy birthday. It's basically a parking lot, but it was, it was an underpass. No, it's an underpass. Yeah, it was an underpass. Tell them what it is. I got to tell them what it is. It was the location of apparently the house that was that the song happy birthday to you was written at. That was the location of it, which is now like underneath the I-64, yes. which is not romantic at all by yeah. any means in terms of history, but. There and there was a plaque at one point, but when we couldn't find the plaque because the plaque we finally been... found the pins, though. We did. Yeah. yeah. They replaced it though with that giant art installation that says Louisville that had like you could play on the swing on, and the kids actually had a great time playing underneath the underpass. Well, yeah, because we were there for ten minutes trying to figure out where the plaque was to memory in this place. <laughs> so they had to they've learned to make themselves. They, yeah, they've uh, they've learned. I never thought we would say we played uh, on a thing underneath the underpass but we did it was fun and what else yeah. what else and then so, well so then we went from there to the uh world's largest uh vampire bat sculpture yep we found that that uh, that's right that was down there oh a couple blocks mm-hmm. down from the it's the other biggest bat yeah there's bat yeah. and a bat but what did we see on the way back do you guys remember 
Yeah, because this sure. this the wild we had a wildlife theme going. We did. We saw the possum. It was cool. We saw the possum. <laughs> we saw a possum. I can see them at home. I'm not thrilled by that. Uh, in one of you know, uh, one of these little parking lots, there's this possum up against the side of the you know side of the cinder block building, and it's just like you know how possums are. They just kind of get that little cowering, hunkering thing. So you know the first one. I don't know. It doesn't matter what kid it was. Possum. Oh, let's go. And then the next one, then you hear another kid going, no, it's rabid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, we got the kids trained. They know if they see an animal like that in the middle of the day, it's, it's not good. <laughs> Whoever said that it's rabid probably came out of Shannon's car. I have a feeling. <laughs> My car knew because we got a thing that's going to come up later too. Really actually thinking his last name was probably Friar <laughs> <laughs> that, that totally sounds like a prior comment. It does, and he was in my car. <laughs> so then we saw the parabolic mirror. So this is what I really love about Dad's trip: these accidental adventures that you didn't plan for. Larry, how big was that mirror? I can't even. Oh man, I don't know. It was large. It was what story? Story and a half tall? At least fifteen feet. But it was about fifteen feet. Yeah, that seems what I was thinking. And it's concaved. Yeah. Convex. Convex. One of those. No, it was okay. concave. I, know. I, concave. Wanted to, I wanted to see if he'd agree with me. I don't care. He did. He would have. He would have. Yeah, he would have. I don't know. care. I'm like, do you know the difference, Shannon? Yes. Just because he's in that car, doesn't. just because he's driving the car, doesn't mean he falls into the the nerd category. I am. All right. That's fair. <laughs> I'm a smart guy, though. So, yeah. Got to call your car mates, get a console. <laughs> you know what? They took care of me. They were good people. What was cool about the mirror, though, if you stood real close and whispered, if you stood back, you could hear it like it was right next to you. And Mike, that's a that's a sound thing, right? That's a yes, focal yes, focal point, right? Mm -hmm. so, yeah, it's all focused to one area, and then it shoots. that was cool. Yeah, I really loved the Saxton Adventures. So we did that, and that night we stayed in uh, the Marriott Marriott because we got a huge deal, and those guys were super accommodating. But where did we go to dinner? Who wants to tell that story? I like that story. Nick, you should tell this because you hosed us. Oh, okay. you did host okay. us. How, whoa. No, no, let's start whoa. at the beginning. Whoa. Mike, where did we go to dinner that night? Yep, we found out that the cheeseburger originated in Louisville, Kentucky. So we went to the place, and um, it's not as it used to be because it has turned into um, – you know, more of a, a gourmet burger shop now with a milkshake shop on the side. Now, it's legit delicious, and though. Let's give them. It, it is great good. burgers. It is fantastic hamburgers. They, they tried to yes. replicate the old recipe, and they, they've got their the classic on the menu. Yep. What Jake is alluding to, now that I remember. Okay, so we have this little rule, which I never remember, on the dad's trip that when we go out for dinner, the kids get water. Yes. Because it's easy. 16 waters, done. Well, when we go to places like this, my wife and I have started the uh, thing that the kids can get milkshakes when we go to places that have like uh -huh. milkshakes, soda fountain things attached. Hey, wait a minute, where where was your wife? Yeah, was she on the trip? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> the precedent has been set within our family. And it is there. So we go in, <laughs> see now. the sign, the ice cream, the this, the that. Like, they're like, Dad, can we get shakes with what? Yep. Because it's just, that's what we do. And so, yeah, 
So my kids yeah. get sodas when we go out to dinner with my wife and all our family. And you know what they get on dad's trip? Water. Yep. Water. Because here's, okay. here's how we do restaurants for people that know. We don't make a waitress go to all 21 people. That would never work. There's, a, there's, there's order in the chaos. The waitresses and the waiters come to us, the dad table. It would we, work. It would just be a pain in the butt. Yes. And the waiters and waitresses. And her. Yes. And they, you can see when we walk in, sometimes their face fall. But we have got this system down, do we not? They come to the dad's table. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. We come to the dad's table. We order for everybody. And this year, the kids all had phones, so they would text us their order. We would tell the waitress. And when the food came out, they would raise their hand. And it just works until Mick orders a milkshake. And when he's living out, it's like, oh, it's a milkshake. It's a $6 milkshake, man. It's not even like a cheap milkshake. It's like $30 worth of milkshakes for my family. <laughs> Just saying, all three of my kids, those milkshakes showed up, all three of my kids. Before dinner, mind you, the milkshakes show up. All three of my kids look at me, start pointing at the milkshakes, going, what's going on, Dad? Yeah. Look, point at it, look at me, point at it. I was like, dude. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say this. I don't care. <laughs> well, it was a heads up. Here, you know what? Well, I'm sorry, but you know, also here's the thing. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't care, and here's why. Because you don't care. One, I don't care, and two, for years and years, we have when we stop to go to the bathroom. We go to the bathroom. You go in, you go out. So what, so, you know, so this year I buy good snacks for the car and I swear to God for the Nick. So every time we stop for go to the bathroom, dad, can we get a snack? They're getting a snack. They're getting a snack. Their dad's buying them a candy bar. They're getting the big Snickers. They're getting a smoothie. They're getting a fruity. They're getting a this. They're getting a that. I'm like, you want a snack? You get in the car. I got a whole thing here. Don't look at me. So, no, I'm looking at all of you because you all did it at different times. So don't pull that with me. So there was part of this. Dad, can I get a milkshake? Yes. There. Got a milkshake. It was a six dollar milkshake. You guys, I don't give a rat's ass. You spend over six dollars every time you stop for gas on your little Reese's peanut butter cups in your I, I will say this also the gas station. That's we gotta we gotta stop that. Yeah, we, we gotta put a we gotta stop. We gotta stop but, stopping a gas station. But at the same time, Adam and Luke, my Adam, my Luke, when we went to the gas station, they bought their own stuff. And I told my I kids that. I did my, I told times. my kids that. I said they're spending their own money. You want to spend your own money? No, I want you to buy it. Sorry. Yeah. You know what? That's, you that's, good point. Point. that's how I got out of buying any souvenir the whole trip. Every time someone came to me, Dad, I want a blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, I'm not buying it. You want to spend your money on it? No. Yeah. Well, guess you don't want it that bad, then. <laughs> yep. All right. So, but can we all agree those burgers were amazing and wonderful, though, right? Those totally what was the name of the place? Tell if I'd have just, just had a single, yes. Oh, you got the double. Oh, God. The yeah. Double. 80. Yes. 80, 20 Kalins. Yeah. Well, I think Larry and I both got them because I thought they were going to be more like smash oh, burgers. Good. And it was when they said, well, we recommend getting a double. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then they came and I was like, oh, that is a double burger. And then I had to have a milkshake because <laughs> Nick had a precedent. All right, let's move on. All right, so that was the first day in Louisville. So on the second day, we get up and our, this is where we have our first miss. Now, on a dad's trip, we always have a mess, something that doesn't work out, that doesn't go to plan. 
we were going to go to a place that had the world's longest go-kart track. But I missed that school had started back up that day and the hours had changed from when I looked at it from weeks before. So they weren't open till noon. And so we could not do that. And it is my understanding that some of the kids got pretty upset at me for that one. It is. It blew my mind when I'm listening to the local radio station and they're all talking about the first day of school in the first week of August. Wow. That is so early. I heard Asher yes. was pretty, pretty bummed about that. I got to make it up to your son, Jake. Eh, he'll lift. <laughs> well, I was pretty bummed because it's the world's longest go-kart track and they had bumper boats. And so we didn't do that. So then instead we went to Mammoth Cave. And again, not my fault on this one. <laughs> Let's just start that way. But all the tours that we could have taken, which I didn't want to take because they're like two-hour tours, were booked for what, like three or four days, Larry? Is that about how long it was? Yeah, it was no, it was, they had shut down all the walk-up Yes. Stuff. They had walk-up stuff, and all that had shut down due to COVID. Yes. Like the Saturday before we got there. Yeah. So. And Mammoth Cave, for you who don't know, or everyone that doesn't know, it's like the world's most extensive cave. Is that what it is? I forget. It's something like that. Yeah, something like that, because... No, it's world. So I got a picture. It's a hole in the ground. It's a really cool well. Let's put it this way: yeah. the Corvette Museum sinkhole is on the same is attributed to the Mammoth Cave system. Yes, which is a good two yes. hours away or whatever it is, whatever that drive wasn't was. quite that far. But it, yeah, yeah, it was a long. Time. So what did we do on the on the cave instead? We, I mean, we saw some of the cave. We did what we do. We uh, made our own adventure. We did, and I did not like this one. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so when we went to the info info desk and we found out that the tours had been canceled like two days prior to that, as we were crestfallen about it, of course, that she said, well, there's this nice little one mile hike that goes around. Oh, yeah. That goes. <laughs> no, goes it, was only, it was one mile, but she didn't say that it was an up and down. Oh, my God. She, she didn't. But yeah, it was pretty much one half mile, you know, down, down down and then it was a two a very cool little like where the water inside the cave comes yeah. out uh out into the creek which technically is closed and you're not supposed to go off of the trail <laughs> let's just leave it but there we have kids <laughs> kids are kids. Leave it there we, we got liability kids are kids and we have to take care of the kids yes and then uh and then after said you know seeing the creek then it's another half mile up and lots of ups. It's basically Everest. I'm was... telling you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to see the creek because I was on a heart attack watch watching Shannon while you guys went to watch <laughs> see the creek. I was dying. We got to talk about the best part of the creek, though. Sitting? Because I like the sitting part. That no, was nice. Not the sitting. No, Jake's right. Yeah. So the kids are scrambling around all the different rocks. You know, they're going through. They're climbing on this. They're climbing on that. And all of a sudden, Audrey yells, snake oh yeah and we're like where she's like over there and so my son who has a snake is like the first one scrambling up the rocks to check it out and he's like oh yeah that's a copperhead yeah legit yeah so that's legit wild and copperhead. number two all right so we make it up everest and and i don't have a heart attack which is good i got my steps and everything <laughs> um but mammoth cave is super cool so then we went to the diner who wants to tell about that diner it was, I have an issue later that's going to come up with that diner. You have an issue with that diner? I do. I bought you pie. I, I realize that. Why don't you tell the story then? You know, we're leaving the, the park. I 
look the next town down by the interstate. I see this has this little place, you know, whatever this diner was. I can't remember the name of it right off the top of my head. Uh, Betty's. Betty's. It was Betty's. Fantastic food. And so I call him up. I said, hey, we got a group of, you know, 21 people. Can you handle a group of 21 people? Yeah, come on in. We're like, okay. So we get in. They put us in our own little room. There was two cool things about this diner. One, right when you walked inside the door, they had a bookcase. And they had, so the top rack of the bookcase was all this uh, Kentucky tourism information. The bottom part of the bookcase was kids' books. Now, this isn't like the kind of like beat up shabby books that you find in the dentist's office. These were all brand new, well-loved copies of like good books. It was just a good uh, a selection of stuff to keep, you know, keep the kid engaged for, you know, while they're waiting for their meal or after. So we went to the diner and it was good food and I Mick bought me a piece of pie. And I was very appreciative. Why did I buy you a piece of pie? Because I love pie if from diners. No. Well, no. because we're Why did I buy a piece of pie? Is the book stuff? Yeah. Yes. Well, so we're yeah. celebrating. We are so we were doing a bit of a photo shoot with the book cover and Mick gave me pie. And I really appreciate it because he's a good friend. So then we went to the Corvette Museum and Mike loved it the most, I think. So Mike, you just tell about the Corvette Museum. Because I have I have a small thing to add at the end. Well, you can give us a review of the uh, bathroom at the end. We're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we did. We went to the Corvette Museum in, uh, let me check the location. I totally forgot where Near it was. Near Bowling, uh, uh, Bowling, Bowling Green. Bowling Green. Bowling Green. I should freaking know Bowling Green, yeah, of course, should. since that's my last, almost, it's part of my last name. And it was just a cool place where it had the history of the Corvette. The Corvette is actually built there in Bowling Green, Kentucky, uh, across the street from the museum. Which I would have loved to have spent, you know, an extra three hours there and taken a tour of the manufacturing facility, but that's besides the point. Had tons of great old Corvettes, plenty of videos. But one of the historic things about that building now is, like I was mentioning earlier in the intro, is that in 2014 they had a sinkhole, you know, swallow up eight of uh, eight of the Corvettes right in one area that had the most Corvettes that was. It was in kind of like this big domed area, and it swallowed up like the one millionth Corvette. Yeah, Uh, the one millionth Corvette was in there in that mess, and uh, obviously quite a few others, like priceless Uh, cars. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think one, and they've replaced. And maybe this was what it was, Jake. That they replaced. They were able to repair two of them, and that what they were able to replace three of them. Three were fixed, ten fell in the hole. I gotcha. So they one of the cool things about it was they had a whole section, new section in this museum just about that sinkhole. And they had like all the news coverage that was about it. They had this little kind of area that they had these like projections so you could see kind of what it looked like with the cars coming down above you, I think is what it was. And then in that area that they had replaced all of it, they also had tape all over the ground that marked like where the sinkhole was. And then how big the actual cave below it was as well. And I thought all of that stuff, I was, it was cool from a geological standpoint, from a nerd standpoint. And then also it was cool from a car standpoint, just seeing all these old cars. My dad had a 1964 convertible Corvette that I really wish that he had more pictures of because that was just so freaking cool. And I would wish they had a 64 Corvette there, but unfortunately they didn't. But the kids, they had fun. Mick was, well, all you guys actually were really good and they have like a little kids area and everybody took turns yeah. watching the kids and the little, 
in the little kids area. So it, that was fun. And I appreciate that. I was trying to go take my turn and then they were all done. And then all of a sudden it was all over. I, I had so much fun in the kids area listening to them because so in this little kids play area, and, it, and mind you, it was one of the, probably the best set up little kids areas in a museum that we've been to. Now, granted, Corvette has a little deeper pockets than a lot of the museums that we go to, but I mean, I actually had twistable crayons in the, in, in, in there, you know, but, uh, so they, they had a, like a car up on a lift and so you, the kids could pretend to work on it. And to hear these five little kids, they're like, do you have the screwdriver? I need the screwdriver. I'm trying to take these, take, take the oil filter off. And I know I'm getting it all, you know, I, I know you don't take an oil filter off with a screwdriver, but that's what the, yeah. they were saying. But they were just like working to, they were like working together. I know you can't see me doing the air quotes on the, you know, on the pod here, but it was just hilarious. I tried to video it, video it. Um, it just didn't do it justice, but that and the Corvette themed bumper car were probably Mike, my, my highlights of the Corvette museum. So I, I love the Corvette museum and it was like the big anchor for me for this trip because it's a sinkhole that swallowed cars. And I've been telling people about it for two years and I was like, I got to go see this. So this was my issue. I get back to the sinkhole and whatever we had at the diner decided now was not the time to sit well with me. Like I was like, what did you order? I ordered a hamburger steak and I had the pie, but man, I busted out until flop sweat. And I was like, Oh, I gotta go to the bathroom so bad. And so I like speed walked and I crop dusted the kids so bad. I looked around and I saw Abby and the littles gagging and putting their shirt up, blaming each other. I was like, that was bad. Don't worry about it. It was bad. And so I went to the bathroom and there was like two other guys in there. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's got to be done. And I just left my shame there. And, you know, then I went and sat and just had my flop sweats. I thought, I, it's you know, on Dad's trip, we've been lucky with avoiding sickness. But this one hit me a bit at the Corvette Museum. And so I didn't get to spend as much time with Mike back there as I wanted to. Because <laughs> I did not feel good. That was my issue with the diner, Mick. <laughs> ah, okay. But at least you felt better after. I did. Over. After we got, I got some air on my face, you know, said some Hail Marys and praise Jesus, whatever I had to do. Cause it's like, don't get sick here on the dad's trip. Cause there's nothing you can do. You just got to power through it. And so we did. And we drove to the, the next hotel and this is almost the end of the dad's trip. And on this hotel, this is on me. I, I apologize. It was, it was not a good hotel. It was, and it was a three-hour drive from the museum to the hotel. It had a really nice pool, but you had good reason. I mean, we had from the from the museum home, we had what like nine, ten-hour drive. Yeah, that you basically did this to split it up. It was yes. a, it was a break the drive over a couple days. Like you had good reason. The hotel sucked, but you had good it reason. is it the hotel proprietor was kind of cool i had long chats with him. Nice. long chat with him good because he was super nice I'm, mick destroyed my toilet and so after did. it overflowed and <laughs> overflowed in my room uh i got a new room no but see his room was across from my room and they didn't move me that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> that toilet was plugged before i sure, sure. got there <laughs> well you know it definitely was, it after. was after that because even like yeah. Parts of the hotel didn't have AC for whatever reason, like the vending machine area didn't. So the kids bought a candy bar 
And I swear to you, it came out like a candy bar soup. Like, oh, I didn't like it was a butterfinger. Oh, completely melted. So it was soup and it was like folded in half and all wonky. I was like, I would not eat that, kids. Trust me on that. But it was so hot in that room, that one room where the it was where the ice maker. Yes, well, the ice maker wasn't there for us; just the pipes. Let's make that clear. The exposed pipes were fine. (laughs) The carpet was so bad that they tried to staple it down to the sub floor, (laughs) and I was pulling. I had to pull staples out of the floor. Because one of the kids walked over and was like, I just stepped on something. Uh, you know, I, yeah, we might have caught syphilis there. That might have been a thing. But it's not the worst <laughs> hotel we've ever stayed in because there was one that had a blood stain on the bathroom wall. And I was like, I'm just going to pretend that didn't exist. But this one was on me. So, but it was cheap. This was, this was probably, this was top five in terms of worst. It was probably top three it in was. terms of worst. Two. Top two. I would think it's top two. Yeah, I agree. But it was only $60 a night, and I I appreciate that. It, that was easy on the budget. So yeah, I think that, we overpaid. That's the story right there. <laughs> I, paid, I paid 70 I thought I negotiated us a good deal, and I think I did not. <laughs> I think I got took. The medical bills will cost more. I think they negotiated so the, a good deal. For everyone, dad, the dads don't let me negotiate deals, and uh, this is why. <laughs> this is why. This is why I'm not allowed to do it. This is why I have an agent. So yeah, and they didn't. We didn't even get breakfast. No, I didn't want to eat breakfast there, dude. Never seen that candy. But box. the breakfast place we did go to was awesome. That was the best diner the, yes. the entire time we were there. Home cooked, traditional Southern breakfast was super good, man. Yeah, yesterday's. Yeah. Yesterday's fine dining was that what is it was what was cooking? Yeah, yesterday's home cooking. <laughs> Highly recommend Metropolis, Illinois. Go eat it. It's finally it's really good. Well, we were in Metropolis the last stop of the dad's trip, and the last day is what we usually do is do something quick and short and, and get on home. And it was a six seven hour drive. So Metropolis, obviously the home of Superman, and this was uh, a big stop for the us and the kids. But the Superman statues and the Superman museum and the Superman. Um, gift shop and those were fun the statue was what two three stories tall yeah i'd say yeah standing in that classic pose with his arms on his or hands on his uh yeah uh waist <laughs> waist but, but shannon i gotta give you a hard Go time about this because i pose I, I i post our superman you know pictures on the uh the 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 national at home dad you know facebook page okay and so the one guy was like Oh, Metropolis, Illinois. Did you guys go to the Dippin' Dots factory museum? That's the home of Dippin' Dots. I missed this. I totally didn't know. And I, I was like, uh, no, we didn't know about know. that. We, you know, we were wrapping up and we were starting to walk back towards the walk back towards the Lois Lynch. And I saw the building and I saw a big Dippin' Dots sign. And I so thought, did I. Huh, that's kind of strange. Usually you just see Dippin' Dots, you know, a little stand or something like that's, that. And I never that was thought, my I, thought too, yeah. Mike. That was my thought too. So... I never thought anything more you know, about I it. I will say, after we we missed this dad trip last year, we were supposed to do this dad's trip last year. I I absolutely love the dad's trip. It's one of my favorite things. And I thank all you guys for going with me and indulging because I had a blast. I had an absolute blast this year. It was great. Yeah. It was great. So it was really fun. Someone else had a blast were the kids, though. So I asked them to do something. So I have a little thing if we want to get to it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> So this is what the kids 
they answered some questions that uh, I put to them or that they put to themselves. They actually took a, uh, a survey that they put together about us, about the dads, and what they've learned to uh, about us over the living room. So, you, so is this all but the littles? Because I heard them talking about some Google form that went around. Yes. Um, but Ollie jumped in here, but I think the answer is So maybe you guys know. So first question they got I, asked. I heard mention of it. I heard mention of it. Yeah. I did as well. I don't know anything about the question. Which yeah. dad yeah. Which dad was the quietest? Who, who, you guys got a vote there? Uh, Larry. Yeah, he's not saying that. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. On the trip? Just in general, I think. But yes, on the trip. I mean, Nick drove by himself the whole time. He had to be pretty quiet. <laughs> well, overwhelmingly, he was on the, the kids, phone the whole time. You know that. The kids voted Larry as the quietest dad. So there you go. No, shocker. <laughs> well, next will be shocker. Which dad? I'll tell you. Wait a minute. Wait yeah. a minute. I'll tell you. It gets way worse. If, <laughs> go if ahead. I talk, if I talk too much, my words are diluted. Okay. I'm telling you. I think that's a shot at me. All right. We'll keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Which dad is the loudest? Yes. Oh, oh, please. <laughs> it's, it's me. It's Shannon. Yeah, seriously? Don't oh, worry, yeah, man. Shannon. We got some stuff coming up. Because I would have thought literally they literally shouting got, in my head right I would have thought they would have gone off, gone off on me because I get ramped up. Which dad, this is not my question, which dad has the worst farts? Oh. Probably you, you, you or me. I don't know. After the Corvette Museum, it is me. There's not even a second or third on that one. Yeah, that was awesome. All right, next question. Let me pull up here. Which dad um, has the best sense of fashion? Mike. It is Mike. They voted Mike. Mike does. Okay, now hold on. Hold on. No, no. This is their opinion. You You can argue with it. He's giving props, I, he said. Mike always wears cool t-shirts. Well, apparently they love to. Right. Mike is a cool t-shirt guy. I would, I'm not arguing with them. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. No, he's not. He's agreeing. Which dad, this is their question, talks about water heaters most? Nick. Jake. I vote. Uh, <laughs> the kids apparently. Shannon. Shannon. Yeah, Shannon. Uh, I, I didn't even make the survey. I, I vote. <laughs> I do vote Jake. The kids voted Jake too. There we go. Yeah. So, which dad is the most boring? Probably me. I, I vote me. Yes, in the swag car, Mike. Really. Yeah. Yes. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. It's the, the outside of the dad's trip. It's me. <laughs> that's why no one's over with you. Oh. It's me, because I have carefully cultivated this image of not knowing Instagram and TikTok. That's true. Now, which dad, which dad is most likely to give you money? Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even get it out, but that's the, we yeah. That right there. Going on. Or buy you a beer t-shirt. Which dad is most likely to bail you out of jail? Shannon. Shannon. Uh, Larry. Larry. Oh. 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 They are wow. all wrong. Oh, they are definitely wrong on they that say one. That. So, you know what? I can see Larry bailing you out. He'd give you an earful about it, but he'd bail you out. Yeah. Big heart. Big heart. Big heart. I would appreciate I appreciate this. I know. So, Mike's the best fashion. Jake likes while well, here's makes boring Larry get you out of jail. I'm fucked. So... Couple more. <laughs> Which dad is most likely to put you in jail? 
Me. Me. Yeah. Yeah, I was like Jake or Jake or me. The kids overwhelmingly think it's Jake. <laughs> like it's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not even close, man. All right, a couple more. Which dad is the most strict? Me. No. Jake. No, Mick. No, me. They're gonna say me. It's Mick. Although. Yeah. Jake and Larry, oh, Jake and Larry tied for second and third. <laughs> and Mike, you got four. Yeah, they did but... buy your kids milkshake. <laughs> We're getting there. See, I'm going to throw that back at them. Next time they say I'm so strict, is like I bought you guys milkshake. So I, I, I actually back. asked them this. Okay, listen up. Which dad will most likely buy you ice cream when the others say no? <laughs> I asked that question. And they didn't say me, did they? No. They said Shannon. (laughs) Because I said no. Mick would actually do it. I do not do that. So, yes, they said me. That is so, that's like a knife to the heart. (laughs) I know. I thought, see, you went through all that thing with the milkshake. And you still get stabbed, man. I get, yeah. It's what have you done for me lately? So What have you bought for me lately? Which dad we did the most strict, which is Mick. Which has most lenient? You, Mike. of course. You or Mike? But probably you. Yeah, it's probably me. It's me and then Mike. And then Jake and Larry don't even make the list on that one. <laughs> well, neither do I. Now, we'll say which dad is the most fun. You or Mike? It is. You guys, it's like... So, yeah. on that list, Mick, Jake, and Larry got zero votes. <laughs> Kids, they absolutely love the dad's trip, and they made their own Google form, and that's what they think about us on the dad's trip. So there you go. Mike will come on next year. Jake's going to put him in jail. stay home and have milkshakes every day. Oh. Says the, says the one that didn't get any fun votes. I know. There was one more I didn't ask, but they, one of the questions is, who would most likely go to a foreign country with you? And it was Larry. <laughs> Larry got I'd totally go to a foreign country. Yeah. You know what? I know. I'm kind of hurt on that, Mick. That seems like something I would do. No, I'm talking about me. I'm the one that's been like an exchange student who lived overseas and got yeah, what you one recently? Okay, <laughs> guess what? Ask that question to how many kids to say who is outside of the fireman's kids who probably obviously know that. How many people knew that you were an exchange? I didn't even know that. Twice. Oh man, your parents really. Well, it doesn't matter. They, they'd rather go with Larry because Larry will bail him out of you know Mexican jail. That's right. That's what Larry will do. <laughs> so that's what the kids. The kids. They're not going to have any fun, damn it! But they're going to be in jail. And, uh, <laughs> Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I don't think I don't think we need to decrease the number of cars next year. I think we're fine on the number of cars because mine will stay in my garage and I'm just gonna send my kids with you because they don't need me around. They don't need me alone. You guys go they don't love and buy my kids milkshakes and Take them to foreign countries. You. I made a point of saying that. This is for the dads. Eat, no, no, I'm done. Who's going to buy I'm me done. pie and watch me get the poos? Who's going to clog toilet? No, I'm done. Gonna, I'm not fun. Gonna, I'm not fun. Who's going to take us to Iowa? Don't want me to go to Mexico. How can I ever go to Iowa without you, man? <laughs> yeah. 
we got still a lot of that state to 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 to, to do, man. We're hitting every goddamn county. Goddamn right we are. Not there's ninety nine counties in Iowa, son of a bitch. That's we right. To, we have only been to thirty three. I've counted. <laughs> I want to hear your cover of uh, ninety nine problems, but as ninety nine counties, and I only been to thirty three. <laughs> You know, speaking of Iowa, I can't believe none of us mentioned the Field of Dreams trip. The oh, yeah. Yeah. Field about it, you know, be... That was a huge thing. That, that was a huge thing. thing. That yeah. was a huge thing. And for the listeners, we, yeah. I posted pictures. You did. And we played, and I know this sounds kooky, but we did. We played baseball with all our kids and a couple nuns on the Field of Dreams. How ordained is that? That was amazing. That was that was trip three? Uh, yeah, I think so, because that was my first trip. So now the question becomes, where have we not been? And so that's something we're going to do some thinking. There's some some internal dialogue about next year. I, I have more thoughts too, but I would also say by now, I don't think people need to listen to us ramble about thoughts. Nope, I think we wrapped up. Mm. Take us home, Mike. Take us home. Well, I better get a move on if I want to get us out of here by dark. Good talk, son. Did Larry, did you offer up to to kind of plan the next one if i remember correctly or was it uh we we talked about it yeah i think we forced it but here hey have listeners send us recommendations where where do the listeners want us to go you know what that's a great idea i think that's a great idea send us some recommendations we'll plan around it if we can absolutely for sure awesome idea all right guys it was a long trip but it was also a great discussion we love this trip can't wait to, to uh go on the next one next year but we'll be talking about it i'm sure off and on on all the podcasts and whatnot so, anyways i hope you guys all enjoyed this uh we had a lot of fun for shannon mick jake and larry i am mike uh, we will see you all on the next exciting edition of dad house Bye. 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 Yeah, 220, 221, whatever it takes.